0: up everybody welcome to the mystery relevant podcast i'm your host johnny, johnny alonzo. alonzo it's time for this week's waiver wire segment um, i have a few good picks for you guys this week including some that can help your team for the rest of the season um, it is important that i start off by mentioning the teams on a bye this week which include the arizona cardinals Houston Texans, Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Washington football team. Uh, What that means is, you know, you got to get ready to replace guys like Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, who are a couple of the top uh, fantasy quarterbacks so far. You also have teams who pretty much all four have running backs who are started in most leagues. You know, you're talking about guys like. Kenyon Drake before he just got hurt. So now it'll be Chase Edmonds. Uh, You also have, for example, David Johnson, James Robinson, who just had a huge game. Um, He's been great all season. That's someone that definitely will be missed if you own him in fantasy. And not to mention uh, Antonio Gibson, the rookie for the Washington football team. Apart from that, you know, of course, you also got some wide right receivers who, who are guys that are playing that are rostered and started weekly, especially, you know, number one on that list is DeAndre Hopkins. From there, you got guys like Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, Terry McLaurin, who just had another good game as well, and DJ Chark. As usual, I'm going to start with the quarterback position, which, which in my opinion, is one of the easiest to find points in other than the wide receiver position. Um, a lot of quarterbacks are producing... The fact that, you know, we have a lot of points being scored this year in the NFL. The defenses have not been very good, except for maybe a couple of teams, three or four at most. One of my top quarterbacks this week. If you need a stream of quarterback, you got to start someone. I'm going with Jimmy Garoppolo. I know he is owned in about half of the fantasy leagues. But if your QB's on a buy, um, if you're someone who's in a league where he's available, you need someone, consider picking him up. He will be facing one of the worst defenses against uh, the pass, and I expect them to put up good numbers this week. They're also down, you know, three running backs coming into this game. Three of their top running backs will not be playing. Uh, You know, they might rely more on the passing game more than usual. So I, I expect Jimmy to have a good game here against the Seattle Seahawks. Another guy who might be available coming off his buy is Phillip Rivers. Um, he was owned in a lot of leagues prior to his buy, but the lack of bench uh, space in a lot of leagues uh, because of COVID and all the injuries that we've had. Rivers was dropped in a lot of leagues in the last week or so. Uh, he's facing the Lions who allow an average of 24 points to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, Rivers just had three passing touchdowns in his last game. I could easily see Rivers putting up close to 300 yards and two touchdowns in this one, so definitely someone to look out for. If Rivers is there, Garoppolo's there, I'd probably lean more towards Rivers. But if not, try to get Garoppolo. And you know, if that's if you get to a point where both of those guys are not available, then you you could also look at someone like Baker Mayfield. Um, he's definitely worth streaming. Uh, if you're in need of a quarterback, he just passed for almost 300 yards, five touchdowns against Cincinnati. Uh, he faces the Raiders this weekend. Their defense isn't much better against the past. They pretty much got torched by Tampa Bay last week. Um, you know, another thing, yeah, I do know OBJ's out for the rest of the season. But if you watch this previous game or Mayfield, you know, had such a great game, OBJ went down early. And so he pretty much was a non factor in this game. And that didn't affect Mayfield at all. Um, I do want to mention before picking up Mayfield. If for some reason Teddy Bridgewater is available, you know that's a name I keep bringing up every week. I still see him available in about half the leagues. Uh, He's got another good matchup this this week. Uh, They they faced the Falcons, so if he's there, that's your guy as well. Look for Teddy Bridgewater. Um, Hopefully he is available. If not, then these three guys are good options for you. Now, before I jump to running backs, I do want to mention Tua. Tua just got named starter going into the bye week. This is someone who I'm intrigued with. Um, you know, I'm personally going to take a shot at him and pick him up in one of my deeper leagues. Um, he could be a dual threat as well depending on how healthy that hip is. I I have to think that it's it's got to be, you know, at a point where he is very healthy if they're going to start him, you know, being that the, the Dolphins were playing so well. They're, you know, back to 500 Fitzpatrick's been great, and I don't know where you just bench him and start to us. So I'm looking forward to seeing how he performs. Now we go from quarterbacks, one of the easiest positions to find points in, to probably the hardest position to find points in, and that is the running back position. For me this week, top guys gotta be Carlos Hyde. Uh, before you, you know, there's too much hype, you get too excited, and you run and, and, and pick him up. Just m- make sure you monitor. His situation this week—he is dealing with a hamstring tightness, and he might not go this week. He did replace Chris Carson, who suffered a mid-foot sprain last week in Arizona, and and Carson could be out for several weeks with that type of injury. Um, if he is, if Hyde's healthy, play him. He's on a high—you know—scoring offense. He's going to be the main guy. Uh, another option here is if they both end up being out, then you know, think about rookie uh, running back DJ Dallas, he might be worth considering as well. My other running back I like this week is Jamichael Hasty. For me, I think he's explosive. I think he's got a lot of upside. He just needs more opportunities. The 49ers were, you know, at this point, they were already without Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert last game. And now they lost Jeff Wilson Jr. as well. His injury looks like it could be a multi-week one. So this is a situation where, yeah, Hasty will be backing up McKinnon. But McKinnon's a guy that's been banged up, you know, all year from ribs to other injuries. And he has a history of injuries as well. So Hasty's been productive when he does get opportunities. This is something where maybe not right now, but if McKinnon's injury, if McKinnon goes out there, he gets injured. Hasty actually got a lot of touches last game. Wilson got more carries and, and snaps than McKinnon. When everyone expected McKinnon to be the guy, so this is one one situation that is very intriguing and a guy that I actually like a lot. These next two running backs, these are actually my last two running backs that I'm that I think are worth picking up this week, in my opinion. They're both from you know different New York teams. You got Wayne Gallman, who might you know he might be someone worth picking up if you have no other option at running back. I don't love the Giants' offense. I definitely don't. Feel good about their rushing attack. But with Devontae Freeman getting hurt last game, he hurt his ankle. He didn't return. You know, Gauman is in line for a lot of volume, which is always good when you're looking for a running back. He did also score a touchdown in the last game against the Eagles. Next guy, rookie, LaMichael Perrine. Uh, This is a name that you've heard already if you've been listening to the show in previous weeks. I think this guy's got a lot of talent. I think he's going to be good. Unfortunately, he plays for the Jets. And on top of that, you know, they, Gore is still the guy there. Um, you know, Gore is 37. I I, I don't see anything explosive or, or exciting with Frank Gore anymore. But because of his experience, he's still the starter. But if you've been watching, Lamichael Perrine is slowly starting to get more snaps and should soon be the main guy in the backfield. He just had 55 yards and a touchdown in the last game. Another area where he helps a lot is that he's more of a pass catching back than Gore. And this week they play in Kansas City. So they could be behind, you know, early behind big in this game and forced to pass a lot. So in PPR leagues, Lamichael Perrine might have some value this week as well. All right, let's jump to the wide receiver position. Uh, like I mentioned with quarterbacks, this, this is the other position that I feel is very easy to find production in. There's a lot of depth, there's a lot of options, and it's mainly because of what I mentioned already. Um, all the scoring, all the passing offense this year in the NFL, you know, it makes it easier for receivers to have a maybe not as much value in the sense that they could easily be replaced, but, they, you know, the value is there because there's so many options. Um, the two main guys I want to start with here, these are the two guys that I feel that are going to be the top waiver guys if you need a wide receiver. I want to start with Brandon Ayuk. He just had his breakout game: six receptions for 155 yards. And, and not to forget, the Niners in this game lost Debo Samuel to injury, who was already out earlier this year. So that just makes him the top target wide receiver going forward. You know, this is a favorable match, favorable matchup again. Like I mentioned earlier, they're in Seattle. That secondary's been bad. You know, uh, he might not be available in a lot of leagues, because this is something I did look into earlier today. I know that in a lot of leagues he is rostered, but if he is available in your league, you need a wide receiver. You're thin at the position. Pick him up right away. The next guy who could be just as good, Richard Higgins. He took full advantage of OBJ getting hurt last game. He automatically becomes the wide receiver two for the Browns going forward. You know, the two pass-catching receivers there. The two top receivers are him and Jarvis Landry. He did have 110 yards receiving this last game, and I, I I personally do not think that that'll be a fluke. The Browns will have their bye in week nine, but after that, they have a very favorable schedule. If you need a wide receiver, Ayuk is not available, then strongly consider Rashard Higgins. My next guy, Cole Beasley, is a guy I like as well this week. Uh, He's coming off a season best, 11 receptions for 112 yards. Uh, Definitely someone that I I see as a flex consideration, especially for as long as John Brown is out. They play the Patriots this week, which means Stephon Diggs will be shadowed by Stephon Gilmore, and that should leave a lot more opportunities for Beasley. Um, Josh Allen does like going to his slot receivers, He throws a lot of uh, passes, you know, more intermediate passes. This is something that Beasley, that's his area. And, and, you know, he should produce again this week. This last guy I'm going to mention here, I don't want you to think that I'm mentioning him last because he's the one that I like the least. This is someone that is actually available in most leagues right now, Nelson Aguilar. And at this point, he should be taken seriously going forward. He just scored in three straight games. His total yards has risen as well in four straight games. The Raiders are very thin at the position, and he should have a big role every week. You know, they don't have a lot of depth there. They don't have a lot of options. This is a guy that's a former first-round pick, so the talent is there, and he will be getting majority of the targets on this team, especially at wide receiver, The only guy that's going to have more targets than him with the Raiders is going to be Darren Waller, but that's not a surprise. Uh, And and another thing here is you got to remember, Aguilar is a guy that has big play potential. Um, This week is another week where I think he's a really good play. Um, They go against the Browns who just allowed 406 yards passing to Joe Burrow. So let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll finish up today's segment with uh, tight ends We'll do a maybe a kicker or two and a defense that I like this week.
1: This is President Donald V. Trump. Let me tell you something, folks. The great sport of American football is back. It's such a great sport. Trust me, I know. In fact, I place my bets at mysportsbook.lv. Create your free account at mysportsbook.lv and use promo code Trump to get up to $1,000 in bonus cash. I said free. Incredible, such a fantastic deal. Believe me, I know a lot about great deals. MySportsBook.LV offers a huge variety of prop bets, great contests, and most important of all, fast 24-hour payouts. Isn't that fantastic? Don't be a dummy, okay? You can even bet on who is winning the presidential election. Don't be a loser, bet on a winner, and I am a real winner. Join the world's best online sportsbook, sportsbook.lv. today. Listen to your president, okay?
0: For the tight end position, the list is very thin. This is a position that's very similar to running back. There's not a lot of depth there. There's not a lot of options. So you gotta take them when you can, even if you're in a position where you have a tight end, you know, like me, for example, I have someone like uh, Kittle, George Kittle. I have him in a couple of my leagues, actually. I'm very high on Kittle. I love Kittle. But when when there's an opportunity for a tight end, you know, or there's a tight end available, even if you don't need them, you could think bye week. If you have a roster spot, why not? Another thing is just for competitiveness, I'll pick up players in leagues just to keep them out of other teams' hands. So Richard Rogers. Is one guy, mentioned him last week. I noticed majority of the leagues, he's, you know, as much available this week as he was last week, so no one really took a chance. Um, He only went out and did actually a very good job, you know, six receptions, 85 yards. The two guys ahead of him on the depth chart, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, they're not expected back for a couple more weeks. And he faces the Dallas defense this week. You know, that's a decent play for me, in, in my opinion. If you need a tight end, get Rodgers, start him. Now, if for some reason he's not available in your league, then the next guy up has to be Harrison Bryant. Um, he took full advantage of every opportunity he had last game, playing in place of Austin Hooper, who was out with an injury. Uh, he had appendicitis, I believe a concussion as well. Hooper should not be back until after their week nine bye leaving Brian as a good play for this week. With OBJ out, as I mentioned before, more targets to be spread out. Uh, Brian could be in line for another good game. He just had, you know, the two touchdowns, the five receptions in the last game. Uh, Mayfield was actually targeting him, was looking at him, so that's a good thing. The Raiders have also allowed three touchdowns this season to opposing tight ends. Now, other than that, some, some guys you could mention at the tight end position, uh, position are Eric Ebron from the Steelers, and you also have Irv Smith Jr. Uh, from the Vikings. From there, just real quick, uh, with the kicker position, if you do need a kicker, if you're streaming kickers, which is something I tend to do, I stream kickers, I stream defenses, you know, I usually waste, I don't bother about drafting a quarterback, uh kicker or defense till very, very late in the draft. So if you need one, Matt Prater is another guy that's been available in a lot of leagues. I like him this week. Mason Crosby is another one. I expect the Packers, the Lions to put up some points. These guys are good options for you. And last but not least, my streaming defense for the week is not a popular one. I'm pretty sure, but the, this is a defense that I feel good about this week. If you need to stream one, Get the Packers defense. Dalvin Cook might be out again this week, which only makes them a stronger play. Even if he plays, uh, my main reason why I like this defense is because I expect the Vikings to be playing from behind. They're going to be forced to pass and pass a lot. Cousins has been playing poor. He's been turning the ball over a couple times a game. I expect a couple interceptions in this one and maybe even a defensive touchdown. So if you need a defense, this, this could be the one for you this week. So that's going to be all for this week's uh, Waiver Wire Fantasy Waiver Wire segment. I hope these guys actually, you know, they go out there, they help your team. I've been getting a lot of feedback when I do my Waiver Wire show. A lot of these guys I've been putting out there for you, they've been helpful, they've been good, and it's been working. Some are still helping, you know, weeks later, like some of these guys that I just mentioned earlier. So if that's the case, let me know. Reach out to me, message me, you know, through Instagram. Or Twitter, you know, let me know how that works out. And also, you know, before I go, I just want to mention, make sure to tune in tomorrow for my weekly odds show where, you know, I've been giving you guys great lots for the last few weeks. I've only missed on maybe three in the last four weeks combined. So last week, again, I hit a couple big ones. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. I'm going to have some great locks for this week. I'm going to go over a lot of the action that I'm going to be taking, some parlays. I just hit a couple of parlays on Sunday, last Sunday, so things are going good. Tune in tomorrow if you're a degenerate, you like gambling like me. Tune in. We'll make some money together, and I look forward uh, to hearing from you guys. Thanks again for tuning in. Johnny Alonso.